0: Smash Gaming Podcast, wherever you are, wherever, wherever you may be listening. listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can hit us up on Twitter at retro underscore smashed. We're a bi-weekly podcast where two old friends hang out, drink beer, and talk video games. I am Weldy Time. You can hit me up on Twitch Sunday through Thursdays around eight PM playing your favorite retro classics. The gentleman sitting across from me, the man the myth, the legend, a man who doesn't know how a roundabout works, but then again does anybody. He is Eric. Eric, how are we doing today? Good sir, I about know what it is. You just you just gotta go. I mean, they they wanted to put one in our our hometown and our nearest big city forever, and it's just like everyone's all excited about it because they think it's gonna you know make traffic better. Well, in that did one you spot. shush me? <laughs> I did. Did you shush me a little bit? You did. I think you just shushed me. we're forty five <laughs> seconds into recording, and you shushed me. Just, just turn it down a little bit, bro. Okay, I get really confused. I so can't just really like get really <laughs> confused. There are the certain types of roundabouts that have like two lanes in them. That, yeah, those are messed up. I just stay I in the outside. I have no idea what the fuck to do. <laughs> I about got an accident one time in <laughs> Indy because of that. <laughs> just stay in the inside lane and just drive in circles until the end of eternity. Yeah, just wait till there's nobody around and just go. And just go, yeah. And if you run out of gas, then you're just impeding traffic for everybody else. So, <laughs> what are we talking about today? I don't, I don't know. know. What are we talking about today? You're going you're gonna to do this the entire time, aren't you? Maybe. Am I that predictable? We are actually doing not a retro game, but it's spiritually retro. I like that oh, phrase. I do, too. I coined it. Come at me. Trade, trademark it. Yeah, I'll, I'll get right on that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't just need to do call. No, I don't. We are going to review the game Bloodstained. Curse of the Moon, which is very Castlevania like. Do you play Castlevania? I did. I, I, I did. know your big ones were Mega Man Metroid. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, you're comfortable with Castlevania? Yeah, I, I okay, love it. Because our game we got coming up is a trivia game. It's from Castlevania. Like the series or the original? Because like the original Castlevania games were. I loved four. Super Castlevania Four was great. No, it's the series. Oh, it's the whole series. So this is what I was wondering. Okay, you were more Mega Man Metroid. I was more Mario, Zelda, Donkey Kong. Yeah, so that's that's your big three. Mine was Metroid, Mega Man, and Castlevania. That was my big three. Can you classify people by that? Because like Mega Man, Metroid, and Castlevania seems so a lot more like hardcore gamer. Kind of darker. Style games, and yeah. Zelda, and Mario, Zelda, and Donkey Kong seem more casual, right? So, what's that say about a personality? I'm a masochist gamer, <laughs> but you don't like Donkey Kong. I don't. It's I not don't, that you don't like it. Yeah, but yeah. I don't not not like it. But again, it's just not my cup of tea. Is it too hard for you, bro. Dude, I played Mega Man. I play Castlevania. Yeah, that's probably why I never played Mega Man. I play Castlevania because they're fucking hard. I play Super Metroid. I I got my uh, best... Uh, I got my PR this past week in Super Metroid. I tell you that? No. What was your time? Hour five minutes in-game for any percent. So I'm going to get... I hope that by the end of the year I can get into the hour mark. But between that and... You know Super Mario World. You know I think I'm like top 1,000 in the world in both games. Dude, I keep saying this to you, but we need to race. I mean, we both got the Switch and um, Super Mario World Mm -hmm. and Super Metroid are both on there. Yes. Give me a little bit, and I'll pick up on Super Metroid, and then we'll race both games. Fastest time. Yep, fastest time. You have to complete both games. Well, well, wait a second. Because Super Mario World can take you like 13 to 14 minutes. 12 minutes. Twelve. yours is 12. I think I'm at 1259. So I'm at 13. My my time is like 10 minutes. Wow. I'm shaking my head as I say this. (laughs) (laughs) You almost got me. I I think my best time, and I don't exactly remember. It was around 13 to 14 minutes. Mine is, I have it in here. I have it saved. Right next to the picture of his kids. Uh, I right next to the picture of my wife and I at Disney World for our honeymoon. And my wife, me and my wife, and oh, there's one of my son posing like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> uh, 12.59.50. So nice. just a smidge under the 13 minute mark for uh, Super Mario World. Alright, so we got a YouTube channel that we haven't uploaded anything and we probably won't for a while. But is there any way where, I'm sure there is, where we can both like we playing at home uh, we probably wouldn't be able to play at home that we could cast it on youtube i'm sure there's a way like I mean, both do- of our screens you could probably uh i don't know how because like i say i only stream to twitch i haven't touched anything with youtube or facebook gaming yet we could call it the super race mm. um, super metro super mario world super mario kart because i know that's going to get under your skin because Super Mario Kart is just, it's not Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart. Okay. Oh, it's okay. not Mario Kart 10. <laughs> It's not Mario Kart 56 Rise of Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Mario Kart XP or 98 or 95. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is a perfect game. It, it, it really is. That, wow. Yeah. Mario yeah. Kart 8 Deluxe. The perfect game? Yeah, there's... Honestly, I'd probably rate it 10 out of 10. Really? I would. Is it... Can you say it is the best game you've ever played? No, there's several games I've rated 10 out of 10. Really? That's a... The perfect game. That's a huge accolade, though. Yeah, it's really not because it's come from me. (laughs) (laughs) No, but still, for anybody to say... For anybody to say it is the perfect game, like that's got to be, that's got to be worth the price of admission, right there. I'm, I'm looking it up right now because okay. I'm, I'm seeing what other like game, um, like what other game channels or anything like that. What they rate this game as? So I want to see what their rating this is compared to here. See if they, how many tens gotten. Okay, gotten. is it really like a perfect game? No, to me and my taste, my likes and whatnot. It is a perfect game. It's fun. I have. It's, it's a yeah, good game. I have so much fun with that game. Let's see. We're on Wikipedia. I'm on Wikipedia where everything is right. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Wikipedia. Uh, let's see. Uh, release. Uh, let's see. I got, I got an 18 out of 20. Who rates shit out of 20? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I got somebody from GameSpot. Um, 9 out of 10, I got Metacritic at a 92. I got game rankings at 92 point three nine. I got digitally downloaded 4.5 out of five. Let's see, it would debut at number one on the sales start in the United Kingdom. Make it the first Nintendo to be game to be number one in the UK since. Ooh. Super Mario World. Ooh, no. In, here we go. In the United Kingdom, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe debuted at number one on the sales chart, making it the first Nintendo game to be number one in the UK since 2011's blank. So 2011 was Wii. I'm just going to say Wii Sports. That actually... That's funny you say that because that was like next on here. Probably Mario Kart then. No, it was uh, Pokemon White. And it actually says on here... Oh. In the first Mario game to place such since Mario Kart Wii, the original. So there you go. There you go. So 92 is across the board. So i say a few people agree with you. A few people kind of say it's about the perfect game, too. So I'm still perfect a big accolade. Like, I don't know if I have a perfect game. I would also, OK, just again, I'm there's several games I'd call perfect. And, I know, it, and, I, and I'm kind of half picking on you. I'm, not, I'm half picking on you. But perfect's a huge word. Link to the past. Zombies ain't my neighbors. Ooh, zombies ain't My neighbors. Perfect game. <laughs> Halo three. <laughs> I mean that's fresh on the you're right. Just just throw it all out there. Like I say, we're you're kind of looking back at the uh mine would be the original the original Red Dead Redemption, which if you haven't listened to the top seven three sixty games, spoiler and alert. To it. Yes, please go back and listen to it and leave a comment. And I don't want to give away any spoilers, but it's pretty high on my list. So, what are we doing today? I don't know. What are we doing today? Uh, I don't know. You're the one that asked me that question. I kind of say, I don't know. What are we doing today? And, and you kind of tell me what we're doing. And I just kind of deal with it. Yeah, So we're doing <laughs> a we're doing a spiritually retro game. Yes. Before we get into that, and I kind of want to talk about what we what what is spiritually retro. What's that mean? I, it, people probably picked up on it, but what, what's it mean to us, right? If that matters, I don't know if that matters. And, and, yeah. and it would, and we'll get into that here in a little bit after the. You said you had Castlevania tri- trivia for after me through the game. I, I, this setup of our show, a little banter. Then I, I like playing a game with you because I mean we're gamers. We're both competitive. Um, I like playing games too. All right, so we are doing a Castlevania trivia. Yeah. Yes, let's do it. All right, let's just jump into it. I have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Is that right? Six? Yeah, I was just saying in the last podcast that I can't count to seven, but man. I have, <laughs> all right, I have six questions for you. All uh, right, okay. I think these are kind of hard questions because I kind of like being a dick. <laughs> That's fair. Let's say if you get half of them, right, you win. Okay. we will just do a shot again. Cool. Cool. All right. And let's jump into it. So, this means I'll end up doing probably two or three. Probably, right? Because I'll end up doing one anyway, whether or not I win or lose. Do you want to do a shot? For everyone I get wrong? No. <laughs> <laughs> everyone you get wrong, <laughs> you do a shot. Everyone you get right, I do a shot. Mm, well, that peanut butter whiskey by Screwball This is a totally not an ad. Is, uh, hit pretty, us up, Screwball? Yes, please hit us up. We'd like a sponsor. Uh, it's actually... It's really good. So, I'd be to say yes unless you're allergic to peanuts then don't cook okay. it all right so let's do it let's go what you got okay first question is what is the name of the belmont family's legendary whip it is the the vampire killer that is correct oh, ding 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 ray i was like it i figured it was gonna have some big exotic name but no vampire killer is pretty right on the move that's probably the easiest question. you <laughs> know. Num- okay, number two. Yes, that's fair. Who was the head director of the first Castlevania game? Oh my god, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. Uh, I have no clue. No guess? No. Hitoshi Akamatsu. Oh, that was my next guess. All right, you're one for one. Or, I'm sorry, you're one for two. God, what the hell is this question? <laughs> Number three. Number three. What year did Castlevania Symphony of the Night release? Nineteen ninety seven? Holy shit, you got it. Yes! I almost said that from I almost said 1996 just because I played Symphony of the Night recently and I which, by the way, you you, you use the word perfect. I don't like using the word perfect, but I do like using the word masterpiece. Symphony of the Night is Mm -hmm. absolutely piece that game is stunningly beautiful it really is what did that come out on uh it came out on the ps1 originally but it's it's downloaded to like multiple you can be downloaded on multiple ports like i think i had it on i purchased it for i have multiple copies now that i think about it because i think i had it on the 360 and then i had it on the ps1 the original copy and then i had it on I got it on Xbox Marketplace for the one straight down. So I think that actually worked exactly three times. (laughs) Right. You're two for three. Said if you get three out of the six correct, you win. Yay. So you just need one more. Question four. Which two characters from Castlevania made it into Smash Brothers Ultimate as playable fighters? Oh, Alucard and Simon. Simon and Richter. Oh, no. Dang it. Okay. Two for four. Uh, halfway there. Number five. How many mainline Castlevania games have been released, not including ports, remakes, or the mobile game? Depending on how close you get, I might give you a little three One, two, three, four. Um, hold on. I'm to use my fingers and toes for this one. Because we had yeah the original three, You had four, You had Symphony of the Night, uh, you had Dracula X or you had Bloodlines you twenty years. Later. Top, you had Castlevania sixty four. You had Aria of Sorrow Uh Dissonant Um that's You had For a guy who said he can't count to seven, you're counting pretty fucking high. I am. Um Lords of Shadow, one and two, uh Judgment. I'm gonna say there's probably two or three I'm straight up missing there, so I'm gonna round up. I'm gonna say sixteen. Ah, man, we were so close. Really? Yeah, I want to give it to you. No, I missed it. You missed it. Cause it's really twenty-four. You're eight oh off. my god, twenty-four! <laughs> <laughs> what are you considering, Mainline? Like, did you have? The I don't know, man. I just got the list these list questions off. Because I know they have, Some like... Site. They, <laughs> <laughs> also, Shout out to the site I got this from. of Wikipedia, where everything is correct. Because uh, I know they have, like, the downloadable Castlevania, vers- like, games. Yeah, it said not including ports, remakes, or mobile games. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, There's 24. All right. All right. Let's go. One more. You gotta get this right. The game's Japanese name, Akumaju Dracula, translates... To what? That's Dracula X, right? Oh. I'm gonna say Dracula X. It translates to Dracula. X. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> I win again. Two weeks in a row. Yes. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch! It translates to Demon Castle Dracula. You son of a bitch! All right. You Let's son go. of a so bitch. Nick takes a shot. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Did I do a lot there than you thought I was going to do? We said if I won, you would take a shot. And if you won, I would take a shot. The thing is, we're both winners and we're both losers. So Woo! we're both going to take a shot. Woo! One for everybody. Ah, Hank Hill singing Little John. Turn down for what? (laughs) You're going to trigger the memories of some people. Right. Turn down for what? Damn it, Bobby. (laughs) We have a buddy who at his wedding reception tore his ACL uh, dancing to Turn Down. I didn't know what? he was dancing to that song. Dude, he <laughs> jumped up and he came back down and he couldn't fucking stand. <laughs> I, I didn't know he was dancing to that song. I forgot about that. Ooh, shout out to Dan if you're listening. Turn Down for what? I'm going to be doing that all day tomorrow. <laughs> Annoying the hell out of my wife. All right, let's jump into the new right. topic. Let's do it. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. Well, let's hold on. Let's, oh. back, let's back it up here. Let's okay. back it up a little bit because you threw out. What I think is an awesome beep. phrase. Beep. 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 We're not backing up that far. I mean, I said a fat joke. No, that's do I, do what do. Tru- do I need to beep when I back up? Is that what you're saying? That's what trucks do when they back that's up. What they gi- that's what giant things do when they back up. Are you trying to say something? All right. So what's 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 our uh, what's our main topic for the afternoon evening or wherever you're located? Well, it would be time, not location. Oh, that's, well, uh, well, it's it's evening in one place and it's afternoon in another. What, what's Neil deGrasse Tyson said? Like, you can't... Oh, God. Like, time and location are not separated. So if you say, meet me on the corner of, you know, 1st and 2nd Street, you have to say time. Okay. That makes absolutely no fucking sense when I say it. It makes a lot of sense when he says it. So when you meet me on the corner of, like, 5th and Diendo... It like, works. like time and location are really one because of the way we're moving through the universe. But like, if I were to say do you, "Meet me at the corner of Fifth and Diendo at eight o'clock," does that make sense? Yeah, because it's the time and location. Are you meet me on Fifth or Diendo? I shouldn't have even said anything because I sound like a fucking idiot. Are, are you meeting me on Fifth Street or are you meet me on Diendo? Well, the corner. is they meet. Like, mm. No. it Well, if time is if locations are irrelevant. And time's irrelevant. Are you meeting me at fifth or Diendo? I don't get it. Well, which one do you meet me on? Both. Where they intersect. But they don't really truly intersect. So you either meet me on one or the other, right? No, if you'd say the court. Oh, yeah, right. Are you meeting but, me on fifth or are you meeting me on? Uh, all right, Bloodstained, Curse the Moon. Meet me, <laughs> me, 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 <laughs> me on. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, what, what did I say? Fifth and what was the other one? Diendo, Diendo, does dick! <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> 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 oh, God. So now I'm, now I'm like two and four, but that's okay. Okay. So what's 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 our what's our main topic? Yeah, that'd be pretty good batting average. Uh, that's uh, three thirty three. You yeah, know, two out of six. Said two out of four. I'm um, two and four. Oh, two and four. Yeah, two and four. Good. No, that's three thirty three. That's still not bad. Dude, so, we it, are in episode. I don't know what this is. Four? No, five. Six. Five or six. Yeah, it's played probably six, five games, or six Yeah. But anyway, yeah. anyway, yeah. you you brought up a phrase, and I just want to say this before we get going into the actual game which is a phenomenal game by the way. You brought up a phrase that I really 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 like and you called it spiritually retro. Yeah. So what what do you this this game that we're reviewing. Let's stay in person. With this is one that we like to consider a spiritually retro game. So what what is your like don't give me like a strict like a strict definition. What do you consider a game that's that is spiritually retro? You know, I've been thinking about this today and trying to come up with a good definition for it. And I really couldn't land on anything. It, it's just, it's the feel of the game. Right. The aesthetics and really the intention of what they're going for. Sure. Because, I mean, you get a, its it's a broad spectrum of what that could mean. But, like, this game feels and looks like a retro game, but it was just made a few years ago. Like, it's made relative. But it could be played on a retro system. It does look like it. Yeah. Um, Just just to get into it. I didn't even think about that because I was trying to think of like a counter argument just for like debate purposes. Mm -hmm. Because I was thinking about Minecraft. You know, it's a game that it's basically just blocks and, you know, polygons and stuff like that. I mean, there is so much to do, but it looks like it's a non-rendered, older style 3D game. But it was made a few years ago. But when you say that, you know, plausibly, could it be played on an older system? I like that. I like that answer. Does it look and feel like it could be played on like an NES or a Super Nintendo or a Genesis? You know, anything that is has a look and feel of an 8 or 16-bit style game, but was made recently? Bloodstained Cursed Moon and definitely falls in that category. Absolutely does, yes. With retro games and what we're trying to cover... It's really just that feeling. So uh, when I said I sent out the text to you saying I wanted to cover a quote unquote newer retro game, yes, you know, like a uh, really just like a, a game that comes on a disc, I guess, like PS2, Xbox, Generation Up. And I knew what you were. I knew what you were saying because I knew you didn't mean like remakes of recent games. You weren't talking remakes. You were talking like a game that has the look and feel and playability of a retro game, like Bloodstained, or one that I threw out to you that you haven't played yet, Axiom Verge, was another one. No, that's not what I I meant when I said newer retro game. We kind of drew the line with retro with the with the. Um, the Wii, the 360, the PS3, and back. Sure. When I said newer retro game, I meant um, a, a more recent, what we're considering a retro game. So like a, a Wii 360, PS3, PS2, Xbox, GameCube, one of those. Oh, so it doesn't necessarily have to be made in the last like three to four years. No, that that's not what I meant. But when you came to me and said, hey, check out this... um this bloodstained game, like, right? I, I love that idea. Just like a game that a game that was designed to have that retro feel, right? And I'm because looking at that, the ones that, I that's threw out really too. what we're going for with the uh, retro game podcast because we just like the feel of those type of games. Yeah. So what what, what? 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 Let's let's jump into the review and we'll see if we can't do like a roundabout. Let's we'll see if we can't round out a definition. So, what did bloodstained? And we're talking the original here. We're not talking to. Come back later for that. Maybe, yeah, maybe here in a few weeks. What did the original Bloodstained? How how did it look and feel when you first played through it? It obviously reminded me a lot of Castlevania, right? And that wasn't a franchise that I played a lot, but I and, played and you, enough to you, understand. Sidebar: You texted me, "quote It's straight Castlevania." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. People a little more nuanced with Castlevania. Again, I haven't played it too much. I've, I definitely haven't beat any of the games. Okay, so um, I don't want people who are more well versed in Castlevania to think that it's just like Castlevania. But somebody coming from a really like newcomer stance of Castlevania, like it reminded me so much of it. Oh, absolutely! And it, it plays like one. And like I said, I got really into the Castlevania series. It plays like one like you could slap a Castlevania logo on there and one might be fooled. I definitely would be. Sure. I mean, it's, it's the 18 bit style or I'm sorry, 16 bit style. Um, the music is that way. The the music seems a little more techno. And maybe that's just uh, maybe that's just a product of the time. Maybe that's one way they wanted to keep it. A little more modern. I really dug it, though. Yeah, I did, like, too. Yeah, I just did. put my headphones in, put it on my Switch. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, really quick. What is this available on? I think it's available on everything. It is available. It's available Switch. I have it on the Switch, and I have it on the 360. Uh, I'm sure it's probably available on the PlayStation systems as well, and it's available on Steam. So you play as, you play as Zengetsu, the Demon Slayer, bearing a deep grudge. Who must travel through perilous lands to defeat a powerful demon lurking in the dark castle? What I really liked about this game, though, is like you got your main character, but you also pick up allies throughout the game. Right, where you could switch between who you play. Mm-hmm. Did you have a main who you really played with? Uh, I like playing as uh, I think the chick, Miriam, chick, yeah, with the long ass. Yeah, wolf. I mean her health, her health was just one below uh, the main character. Than get to she was just one below but man that whip and the fact that she could slide yep as well and her which by the way I want to make a quick sidebar here it's not sixteen bit it's eight bit it says it features an eight bit aesthetic and gameplay style similar to Castlevania games on the NES so yeah before anybody gets on their computer and. I'm sorry, it's not a 16 bit style game. It's an 8 and I should have known that. That's on me, but I'll go ahead and eat that now. But yeah, 8-bit looks and feels a lot like an old school Castlevania game. Uh, I like playing as Miriam a lot and I feel like my game was shot whenever she would die. (laughs) For sure. Right. You got your main character is Zingetsu. Three allies. I have not beat the game. You said you beat the game a while ago, but you're replaying it again? Yes. I have. And even on cause a lot of people will look at the label Castlevania and say, oh, my God, that that series was super, super hard to play. And it is. But there's actually two different there are two or three different style of difficulties on here. And you really do get like if you play like casual or what would be normal, you know, it's not as like gut punching. You no, know, I found it fairly easy on normal. On casual, yeah. yeah. But then you There's play casual and veteran. Veteran is where you get a lot of the like knockback, and you don't get as much opportunities for health, and you have to actually like watch your life meter and how many lives you actually have. So to go over the allies really quick, you have like a vampire who changes into bat and he can fly. E- each of the allies you get and each of the characters you can play have different abilities you can use. Yeah. So, like we said, the chick, she can jump really high, slide, and she's got this long whip. Mm-hmm. Really, um, it, it's got a lot longer distance of shot than like the sword shot. or the, or the, Dude, the sorcerers, wizard, the, 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 the wizard's wizard. Wand. Like, that's so short. Do you ever play with him? I do because one of his attributes that you can use his secondary weapon is basically he encapsulates himself in fire. Yeah, the Ring of Fire and Johnny Cash shit. Yeah. Oh, there's a reference to him here today. You got, the, um, you got the wizard, who I didn't use much. He was nice with the Ring of Fire facing some of the enemies. Because the thing is, like the different enemies you face, they are easier to deal with with the different weapons that the characters have or the different um, attributes the attributes of the, yeah. the characters you can play. One thing I really liked about this game, speaking of attributes and stuff, game had no time limit. No. It didn't. It had infinite lives, at least on casual. Right. And at least, I mean, I don't know about... I gotta go back and see if it actually had a time limit on Veteran or not. But, man, the no time limit basically lets you pretty much dictate the pace of the game. And if you died, it was almost like it, it was your fault. You know, as opposed to getting knocked back into a pit from in mode. I mean, if you take if you take your time, really calculate your approach on normal mode, then you're gonna find it to be a very fruitful experience. You really well. I absolutely love the bosses in this game. Oh yeah, they are so creative mm-hmm. with that the coin boss. You know where he's got the stack of coins. Yes, and All the hand pushing it. Yeah, I think that. It almost feels like it was like a nod to Super Castlevania 4, the Vegas room. Well, they call it the Vegas room. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that was kind of a nod to that a little bit. It's kind of what it felt like to me. How so? Well, there, there's a room in Dracula's Castle um, in Super Castlevania 4. Once you get into the castle, deeper into the castle, where it's basically just coins for the ceiling, and you're basically beating enemies that come out of the coins. It had a very, it had that very same feel to it. So I feel like that was kind of like a nod to that a little bit, or at least it looked that way to me. The dragon boss is kind of cool where you got the, I don't know, there's probably three heads of the dragon. Right. Oh, yes. Which that was definitely a nod to Super Castlevania 4 because there is a three-headed boss uh, at the end of, I think, uh, the third section at the end of 3-3, that's a a three-headed dragon. So the game obviously tries to play homage to Castlevania. It feels it feels a lot like that. Without And I can't speak to that much because again I haven't played too much Castlevania, but I mean it it does a good job at it. A little too good of a job at it. Honestly. I mean it's it really does like feel like somebody like You were copying homework off a friend and you didn't paraphrase enough? No, it well it's almost like you, you you bought a pie from the store and you want to enter into a pie contest, but you just throw some like white sugar on it and a cherry and throw it out there. Is that okay? <laughs> and pass it off on your own. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, if if you get a homemade pie from a place and you want to pass off on your own, but you don't just put the exact pie out there. You spice it up a little bit. And the spice, the spice is nice. I mean, it makes for a really good, makes for a really good game. The spice is nice. The spice is nice. There you go. But I do like the fact that you can control the difficulty and there's really no time limit. So, you know, people who may jump headfirst into this game, like, oh, I've played Castlevania before. This should be good. But I haven't played it in a while. They can enjoy the game. You know, anybody can enjoy it. And they made it that way. Where if you're like a hardcore gamer like me you want to challenge play one of the harder harder modes and you'll still get enjoyability out of it this definitely made me want to go back and try Castlevania Mortal really it did yeah like you're talking like the original three or like Castlevania 4 Super Castlevania 4 I'll I'll tell you right now you gotta play them in order I have to play them in order (laughs) I really do like you said something about um you wanted to review this game. And you said either one or two. I'm like, no, we have to start with one. Right. Like, they made the first one first, and that's where you're supposed to start. So, when I go back and play Castlevania, I'm going to start with the first one. No, I'll tell you what. When we review two, there's a character in there that is just absolutely amazing. Is, it, uh, is the second one a lot like the first, same concept with the allies and shit? Yes. You, you juggle a character, but one of the characters that you get is awesome. Now, there's, it is a corgi dog <laughs> in a mech suit. Oh. <laughs> it is badass. It's so sweet. It's very sweet. Now, there's different blood games. There's Curse of the Moon and there's, what did you say, Ritual? Ritual of the Night. Of the Night. And I was just looking into that. That's one I haven't played, but I was just looking at a review of it. They said it's a Metroidvania style game, to which that is right up my alley. Like, I love Super Metroid, I love Symphony of the Night. Um, that is one that I feel like I have to go get, and uh, to to a lesser extent, one that we're circling back around to the spiritually retro style. Another eight bit game that's also like a Metroidvania style game. Very dark. Very, you know, tight controls. The difficulty is based based on you know you and you alone. Axiom Verge. What's that? It's like a futuristic style shooter, even though it takes place in New Mexico in two thousand five. Um, it's a futuristic shooter, but you basically you wake up underground and you you have to go room to room. It's a progression game, so basically they have rooms that you can't get through, but until you collect an item and come back and then go through the room. Now I noticed some of that in this game when I'm going through the levels. Like I think the first level had somewhere where it had like a really low overpass type thing where you couldn't. Like where you right. need to crawl on it. But you didn't get the ally to be able to do that until the end of the first level. Yes. How do you go back and play that? Is I it... So I, I... So to carry on with my question, there in the pause menu, there's something that says um, Curse of the Moon. And it talks about starting anew where you can go back to the levels. So I'm wondering if maybe that's what it is hmm. i don't know if like i didn't want to do it because i'm so far in the game i don't want to start anew there <laughs> and have to start the game over so i'm wondering if maybe you keep the allies if you do that good question i don't know and if you're out there and you're listening and you do know you we'll find out before we do or you know if you got something you want to go in there just hit us up on twitter you know let us know what you think of the game and if it's anything that we missed or anything we can add that really kind of makes our gameplay experience a lot better. Yeah. Overall, I'm, I'm really impressed with the game. It is. It is a very visually stunning game. Again, tight controls, difficulty isn't, you know, it is what you make it. It's not just like one size fits all great gameplay. I really do like it. Yeah. Check it out. Yes, absolutely. So with that, I think that's going to end our episode. Oh, it is. It is. It is. So join us it's next me. week when, or two weeks from now, join us two weeks from now when Eric is going to tell us the difference between an alligator and a crocodile. Ooh, that's funny you'd mention that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how to tell the difference? I don't. Okay. So <laughs> see you later, alligator, after a while, crocodile. Okay. See you later, alligator. The alligator's snout or nose or whatever the fuck you call it is shaped as a you after a while crocodile. Crocodile is shaped as an A. So it's all in there like no shape. C U. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's well I guess we're not going to wait two weeks for him to tell us the difference because he's going to tell us right now. I got you. But you do have to wait two weeks now when he's going to tell us what well, really is living under our bed. Alright we are out of here. You guys have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you much for tuning in.